Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Slow down. How many of us need to do that? Slow down, especially as now we are getting into the holiday season, Thanksgiving, coming up, of course, this week. And before we know it, it'll be Christmas, it'll be New Year's, and we'll be on to Lent, and we need to slow down. And I'm talking about this because there's something really cool that began in Italy several years ago, and it was started by an American from Ohio who moved to northern Italy and the Piedmonti region. It reminds me of that song, Slowing Down, and the verse in the Gospel of St. Matthew, 18.3, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Kids do like to have fun and take it easy, but they also want to grow up sometimes a little bit too fast. And the whole idea behind the Big Bench Project is to slow down. So this man from Ohio, I believe he was an architect, he moved to northern Italy in the beautiful region of Piedmonti and was so struck by the country's beauty that he decided that people needed to slow down. And they needed to enjoy the scenery because they were going from, he felt, moving to Italy, seeing many tour groups. And this is why we always talk about it, tease Italy, to slow down and come up with somewhat of a little slower pace, even though you have to see a lot when you only have a limited amount of time. But we really encourage people to slow down. And so the Big Bench Project was started by Chris Bangle. I believe he's from Ohio, as I mentioned. It's a nonprofit initiative Uh, promoted by the American designer and his wife. They moved to northern Italy in 2009, and they decided that they would do something to help people slow down and look around and have more of a childlike faith, have more of a mindset of taking things in. And so if you look up bigbenchcommunityproject.org, you can see images of really big benches. And when you sit on these, you feel like a little child. And they are always placed in these phenomenal locations with incredible views. So when we were in Piedmonti last year for vacation, Northern Italy, we went on a hunt with our friends that we were traveling with, Lori and Rick, and we found, I think, four of them in all these different locations. And you can look it up on on their website and you can find them not only in Italy, you can find them in Sweden, you can find them in France. I think you can find some in Poland as well. It's really growing all over Europe, but most of them are in Italy. But I love it because it really forces you to feel like a little kid because you have to climb up on the bench. Now, they usually have, in Italy, they have uh, wine barrels, actually, at some of the big benches where you can step on them, and then you get up on these big benches. And they're just giant. And when you're sitting in them, you remember, wasn't it Edith, wasn't it Lily Tomlin's character, Edith, who was on uh, Laugh-In when she played the little girl and she sat in the, and she was sitting in this big chair? That's what you feel like. Your feet hang over and you're just forced to sit there and relax and look around and take in the views. And the cool thing about the Big Bench Community Project is that this designer offers people the design that he came up with to build the Big Bench for free and they also have grants for which you can apply if you're interested in having a big bench 
in your area. For example, there's so many beautiful places in Michigan, right, that we could think of putting a big bench along one of the Great Lakes or maybe in northern lower Michigan against the hills or in the wine country. It's such a great idea. And I really stress that with people that when you're going to Italy, we just had, as you know, two pilgrimages that came through. And people spend a lot of money. They want to see the Vatican. They want to see the major basilicas. They want to see Assisi. And we include all that. But we also include downtime. So you can have the experience of just being. I ran across a beautiful article. I think it was on Catholic Exchange about taking in God through creation. And it had quotes from St. Therese, a little flower, and how much she loved nature. And she saw God in everything. And what these big benches force you to do, I think, is to think the same way is to see God, is to see the beauty. And you think, well, why would I care about a big bench when there's so many other things to quote-unquote see in a place like Italy? I mean, in addition to the Vatican, you have the Colosseum, which is mind-blowing. Or you have the Forum, which is just jam-packed with so much history. Or you have the Sistine Chapel. Or you have, for example, the breathtaking cathedral in Ordovieto with the Eucharistic miracle. You have the hill town of Assisi, which takes your breath away. So many places. Todi, which is a gorgeous medieval town on top of a mountain. We saw all of that. But again, in our last trip, La Dolce Fide, the sweetness of faith, we did give people time to slow down and to be like children. To let their hair down, not just say, okay, I have to check this off my list. I have to get this done, I have to get this side in, I have to get this in. The most important thing you can do is to just breathe it in, take it in, and realize what you're looking at. And to see who is behind it all. As great saints such as St. Therese of Lisieux, the doctor of the church, realized. So as we move into this holiday season... Let's give thanks for all the beauty out there. And maybe we don't have a big bench, so to speak, but maybe you can still find a spot and sit down and quiet yourself and look out over an area that's special to you. Maybe it's just a local park or a local lake, or maybe it's a corner of your backyard. Maybe you need to, if it snows this weekend, go out and Build a snowman and watch the snowflakes fall from the sky. We have to have balance in our lives. And running around like chickens with our heads cut off doesn't do any of us any good. We miss so much. And that's what I love so much about this Big Bench Community Project. And it's an effort to bring people back to a time when they were okay at just being or looking around and having fun and slowing down. And he makes sure that if you're going to be involved in the big bench and building one, it has to be in a public place, has to be easy access. It has to involve people from the local community to make it a community project. And it has to be, again, free and accessible. And it becomes like a kind of, kind of a thing to go around and if you're in a country like Italy that has big benches, it's easy to find, go in and look big bench in a region. That's what we did for Umbria. We were spending a lot of time this year. And it is the neatest thing. 
So again, just a reminder, something to think about as we move into now, of course, getting into Advent and Thanksgiving starting this weekend. And then the craziness begins, right? And when the season is over, we take a breath and start putting those Christmas decorations away and we're thinking, boy, I'm glad that's done, when instead it should be just the opposite. If you don't have a big bench, at least find a spot where you could sit down, relax, and become again like little children. So you can appreciate all that God has done, that he has designed and built, and to realize how great thou art, and to give thanks. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists, and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. With so much going on in the world, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. What do you need to know today? Stay tuned to Cresta in the Afternoon and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio as we bring you the day's top stories and conversations from an authentic Catholic perspective. Now, Catechism Wisdom with me, Dr. Ray Garendi, and Father Larry Richards. A culture that's materially comfortable gets spoiled. It says, I want my needs met. If I'm married, or even if I'm not, One of my needs, in my mind, might be, I want a child, and I want it now. For Catechism Wisdom, joining me, Father Larry Richards. Yes. Catechism says something here that's going to ruffle a lot of folks. Read me. Let me have it. All right. Section 2378. A child is not something owed to one, Mm. but is a gift. Mm. The supreme gift of marriage is a human person. Wait a minute. We got the technology. Like, you know, the old bionic man. We've got the means. We can make it right. Absolutely. I want a kid. You know, my ten children are all adopted. Mm -hmm. So um, 
the supreme gift of marriage biologically for me was not a child. Mm -hmm. Okay, am I getting ripped off? Mm. And is that, is that fair? The reality of all things is that we're all called to be life-giving, huh? But often God does not call that, like for me, he doesn't call me to be life-giving by having my own children, you know? God's called me, but he still does it. And the same with a couple who can't have children. They can do everything that the church allows them to do as long as they're doing it to saying, okay, I want God's will in my life. I'm not going to make God do something for me. I'm going to seek God's will. And if I work according to nature and I work according to the teaching of the church, if God decides to give me a child, absolutely God bless. But if he doesn't, that doesn't mean I can't be fruitful. It can be like you have a, a go and adopt 10 children. Think about how many children in the world today have no one to care for them or love them. And so if you really, really, really want to be a mother or father, then do as you did. Thanks so much for tuning in to Catholic Connection on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Okay, you want to mark this down because last year it sold out, earlier this year I should say it sold out, our grand getaway, our grand hotel getaway. We do this every year and it continues to grow in popularity. As I mentioned, it sold out last year. We had Father Michael Schmitz and so many wonderful folks and it's going to be even bigger and better in 2024. And interestingly enough, as we were getting closer to our August event, I received a lot of emails and phone calls, folks saying, hey, I'm ready to sign up for the Grand Getaway, but again, it was sold out. So you want to make sure you register and you register early to take advantage of this wonderful opportunity to not only have a great faith-filled uh, experience with someone as amazing as Father John Ricardo, who'll be our spiritual leader for the trip, but also to take advantage of Michigan in the summertime, especially northern Michigan, Mackinac Island. Here to talk about that is John Hill with Corporate Travel. And John, this is something that really has grown over the years in terms of starting out as kind of a very intimate gathering, correct? It did, Teresa. And, you know, we would bring up actually close family or friends uh, because we produce a big event on Mackinac Island every spring for students. And we have them at the Grand Hotel, which is a famous hotel, Victorian hotel from 1887, uh, you know, beautifully ornate and very traditional in the sense that you dress for dinner and there's several courses and it's just a, a real old-fashioned, fantastic experience in the beautiful uh, island of Mackinac Island in the Straits of Mackinac. It's between the upper and lower peninsulas in Michigan and over the years, uh, you know, people who'd never been to Mackinac Island would come with us and they'd say, oh my gosh, we love this and word spread and then we sort of learned that people from around the country wanted to join us. And every year, as you said, it's just grown, and we've added some spiritual components. It's a largely kind of self-directed retreat because the island itself is so beautiful. But uh, we have an incredible uh, program again this year with Father John Ricardo, uh, you and Deacon Dominic, Kimberly and Scott Hahn, who will be giving a great presentation, uh, Father Josh Johnson, an amazing priest uh, from Louisiana, and then uh, just all that Mackinac Island and Grand Hotel have to offer. Wow. All right, so what are the dates for this, and how do folks register? So the Grand Getaway in this next summer will be July 22nd to the 24th of 2024, and they can go to our website, uh, ctscentral.net, uh, or call our office at 800-727-1999. 800-727-1999. It's also on the Ave Maria radio website. And uh, as you said, it has sold out every year. 
uh, particularly with such a great lineup of speakers this year. And you know, this is great for individuals, and you meet a lot of people for couples. It's a great family retreat. We have um, several families who come generationally, the grandparents, the parents, the kids. And uh, it's, it's a good bridge because, you know, parents and grandparents are trying to keep our kids in the faith or bring them back to the faith. And, you know, who's going to say no uh, to a beautiful vacation in one of, literally, I think it's one of North America's most beautiful places. Uh, and then there's also this subtle, um, you know, opportunity to evangelize by the other families, the other people who are there, by just the wholesome activities on the island, the hiking, the biking, the pool, the uh, all the activities at the hotel, and then some powerful talks by our speakers and beautiful masses. And, you know, Teresa, we often talk about, you know, you get up there in the middle of summer and there's no humidity and there's no place mm-hmm. I've ever been where the sky is so blue, deep blue, the water in the Straits of Mackinac, hundreds of feet deep, the largest freshwater, um, you know, source in the, in the world is here in Michigan with all the Great Lakes, and you're right there on the Straits of Mackinac, and these beautiful color Victorian buildings, and, you know, no, no cars, it's only bikes and by foot or by horse, and it is really a unique place uh, to visit, and it's just so charming. What is it about the flowers, John? That they're so. We were saying that last year when we were there. That the, the colors are so deep. They're deep pink and blue and yellow. You know, I, I think that they. My wife and I often talk about how the vegetation there just grows differently than in the lower part of even Michigan. Uh, I think because it's just this more temperate, um, you, you know, uh, climate that allows the the, the flowers, the fauna, the uh, floral to just bloom like i don't know like, like nowhere else i've ever been and again it's against this backdrop of um you know the, the grass stays so green the water is so deep blue the sky is so deep blue and then you have these colorful um you know buildings and everything about it is just it's like you step back in time and i've we've never had anyone at any age not be absolutely overwhelmed uh, when they're there and say, I had no idea. I just couldn't have imagined it would be this beautiful. I remember a family who said, I heard about this for years. It's about two years ago. And the mom with her eight kids and a tear coming down her eye and said, I I just, I knew it would be great. I just couldn't imagine it would be this great. And Mm. she had kids from high school down to, you know, babes in arms. And uh, every single one of them just loved it and wanted to come back. I'm trying to remember, how many people did we have this year? In 23? Uh, we had about 300 people this year. Great, you know, perfect wow. size, uh, fit perfectly into the event space there, and uh, we hope to have about the same this year. And, you know, the, the rhythm of the day is, I think, interesting because we, you know, you have this fantastic breakfast, which is included, and we have some free time. Usually families bike or hike. It's an eight-mile bike around, very easy bike for all ages. And then in the afternoon, we find all the families and people down at the pool, which has just been renovated. It's a world-class pool. Um, you know, everything from tiny tots to uh, an adult-only pool and fitness center. And, all, you know, there's bocce ball and croquet out on the lawn. And it's just so picturesque, Teresa. And then, mm-hmm. you know, about an hour later, we're praying our rosary at four thirty-five o'clock and having a beautiful mass. And then a great talk, you know, by Father John, Kimberly, and Scott Hahn. Uh, you broadcast your show there, which is always fun. We have a big crowd for that. It's fun to have a live audience mm-hmm. and just to see how that production is. And uh, 
we, and then these dinners, you know, the dinners are fantastic. Four or five course meals where you really talk. And, you know, what I've noticed, Teresa, I don't know if you have, is the kids and even us adults, we don't, we don't, we're not on our phones or on our computers because everything right. is so technicolor, so beautiful in front of you. There's so much, so many fun, wholesome activities that it's like anything on the phone is so much less important and so much less enjoyable then, um, again, the camaraderie, the events and activities, and just the beauty that's laid out before us. So it, it's just, I don't yeah, know, I can't say it it's enough. It's an incredible it's experience. Yeah. It really is. And I noticed this year especially, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been growing each year, not only in the numbers, but in the variety of people in the states represented, that we had a ton of people from outside of Michigan this last time around. We did from California, Texas, a lot from Florida. I mean, there were more people from outside of Michigan than inside. And what most of them did was plan a couple days before, a couple days after. Some did um, an extra night on the island or at the hotel, which you can do, or two. And then some, you know, went to the Petoskey, Traverse City, Charlevoix, Harbor Springs area for a couple of nights, which is beautiful. Um, and others came up through Detroit, spent a couple nights in Detroit. We have a lot in our metro Detroit area, the Henry Ford Museum, the Motown Museum, the, you know, a lot to do here. And I'd say, again, probably 70% of the people attending were from outside of the state. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to the people from Texas, and they were so grateful for the warm weather, but they said there's no humidity here. We love your summers in Michigan. I said, yeah, they are absolutely gorgeous. We're talking with John Hale from Corporate Travel about our annual Grand Getaway, Grand Getaway at the stunningly beautiful Grand Hotel. And I like to tell people before they, they go to the Grand Hotel to find it online, order the video on Amazon. You can still find the movie with Christopher Rees and Jane Seymour, Somewhere in Time. And it takes place all at the Grand Hotel. Very romantic film. As a matter of fact, when you show up on the island, there's actually images of them around not only the hotel, but there's a couple of places on the island that you can find that references scenes in the movie. So it is really romantic, and there's also a great deal to do. So I would definitely take advantage of being on the island, the Grand Hotel and Mackinac Island situation, and take a few days either before or after or both, and make it your, your summer break with your family. Now, I'm excited that Father John is joining us. He's such a great speaker. Is, does he have a particular theme, or is he still praying about that? Knowing Father John, he's going to really think and pray about it. He always does. I mean, Father John, you know, has shown us all how to let the Holy Spirit lead through prayer. And, um, he, you know, I, he hasn't announced his uh, talk yet, but it, it's always perfect and, uh, you know, always meant for who is there. So he's probably, Holy Spirit's probably waiting to tell him who's there <laughs> and who signs up. And, you know, that's something we often talk about too, Teresa, is just for people to pray about, you know, any retreat, any spiritual or uh, experience like this that you think you might be called to, just pray on it. And, you know, God will lead you uh, to it, because we that's very palpable on any of the trips. Uh, just this trip, Teresa, you were here two years ago when we were having dinner, and a wonderful gentleman from out of Michigan uh, said, just tears streaming down his eyes, said, this is the first time I've been to confession and mass in over 40 mm. years. And I thought, wow, you know, he said, I was just invited to come, and, you know, he said, I don't particular animosity toward the church. It just fell away and never dreamed I'd be back in it. And he said, I, and just this weekend, I've just been so moved, um, again, by the beauty, by the people, and by, when I say the people, the, everybody, the community that's formed. And that's why I say the Holy Spirit draws who the Holy Spirit draws. I'm convinced of that, whether it's a, a small trip or a big event. Um, that, and that's what we always pray for. You know, who, who, who would really benefit? Who, Lord, would you like 
to bring to this event and uh, have pour into, have nourishment. And, you know, he does that through the community, through the beauty, and then ultimately and most importantly through the sacraments. And, of course, we have confession available and then the two masses. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a remarkable uh, place and, uh, and a remarkable community that's, you know, formed there each year to attend. And then, uh, as always, uh, just incredible speakers and love, yeah. you know, anything where Father John is uh, speaking and leading and, and praying with us. But you get Father John, Father Josh, and the Hans. I mean, that's crazy. That's just crazy in one in one event. Yes, it really is. And and Father Josh is so dynamic. I mean, you remember him from yes, the Good he's Cruise Treat. Yes. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. I mean, you're, you're laughing, you're crying, uh, you're moved, and... You know, another element, I think, Teresa, particularly with the events, because they're a little bigger so you don't feel too claustrophobic. Um, if if you have, again, kids, grandkids, family, friends who are, you know, just out of the church, questioning the church, far away, it's kind of a, what our archbishop would call in his, his uh, letter uh, to the archdiocese, a shallow entry point. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, a lot of people come, Teresa, and they say, wow, these are people who enjoy life, you know, they, they, right. they have a balanced view, you know, they're nourishing themselves spiritually, but also physically through the beauty, through the food, through the uh, community, the camaraderie. And, and the dancing, you know, don't forget the dancing. And the dancing, yes, we become both. <laughs> Let's talk about that when we come back, because we have to wrap up. We're going to be running out of one thus to get cut off by the break. We'll continue our conversation with John Hale from Corporate Travel. A great opportunity at the Grand Hotel next summer, 2024. Scott and Kimberly Hahn, Father John McCardo, Father Josh Johnson, and Mackinac Island. What more could you want? We'll be right back. When we refer to our Father who art in heaven, are we talking to a God who is far removed from us? On the contrary, says the Catholic Catechism, we are talking to a Father who is close to humble and contrite hearts. We assert that God is in the hearts of the just as he is in his holy temple. He is in heaven, his dwelling place. The Father's house is our homeland. Sin has exiled us, but conversion of heart enables us to return to the Father, to heaven. Christians are in the flesh, but they do not live according to the flesh. They spend their lives on earth, but are citizens of heaven. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Christ is the Answer, with Father John Ricardo. John, chapter 8, verse 51. Jesus is in a discussion with some of the leaders of the Jews. They're talking about Abraham. Abraham lived 1,500 years before the time of Jesus. So in the course of the discussion, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. He says that often in the Gospels. He who keeps my word or believes in me will never die. To which the Jews say, Now we know you have a demon. And they say, Abraham died, as did the prophets. All the patriarchs, the great men and women of the history of Israel. All these people died, and you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death? Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? 
and the prophets who died? Jesus says, Your father Abraham rejoiced that he was to see my day. He saw it and was glad. To which the Jews say, You are not yet 50 years old, and you've seen Abraham? And Jesus answers, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Okay, so you hold up your left hand, and you go to the middle of your left hand, go to the very top, and that's exactly where Mackinac Island is. See, we Michiganders, we hold up our left hand to show everyone where where we live or where places are located. So Mackinac Island is in between the Upper Peninsula and the Lower Peninsula, and it's in the Straits of Mackinac, which actually connects the Great Lakes of Lake Huron to the east and Lake Michigan to the west. And so you can imagine how beautiful it is with the water and the freighters and the sailboats and the island itself, which is really, I think, kind of caught in in time where it hasn't changed all that much. You don't have cars on the island. You have horse-drawn carriages. You do have bikes and, of course, all the modern conveniences. But the beauty remains something that is so special and that is so timeless. And we'd love for you to join us on our next Grand Hotel Getaway coming up in July. And the speakers will be Father John Ricardo from Ave Maria and EWTN, Father Josh Johnson, and Scott and Kimberly Hahn will be doing Catholic Connection live from the hotel, God willing, as we always do, which is a blast. We'll have the speakers join us as guests, so it's going to be very, very exciting. And last year we sold out, and we sold out fairly quickly, so we don't want you to miss this opportunity. Think forward, because we're coming into right wintertime pretty soon, at least in the northern states. So you want to think of bright things and summer and warmth, and certainly more about the Grand Hotel Getaway or the Grand Getaway. So, John, what's the easiest way, before we talk about the fun dancing that we do every night because of the wonderful orchestra that's there and the band, the talent there is just incredible, let's talk about the registration and how people go about doing it and what it, and what it includes as well. Sure. Teresa, the website would be ctscentral.net, our website, or uh, go to the Ave Maria radio uh, website under uh, travel pilgrimages, and you can sign up there, or you can call our office at 800-727-1999, 800-727-1999. And as Teresa said, we have sold out every year, so register early to join us, and uh, love to have you. Now, we were talking about every night uh, we gather in the beautiful ballroom for dancing because they have a wonderful orchestra there. Many of the musicians are very young and the vocalists. And this has become a really cool event for the young people. It's become, become a tradition, which I love to see. Half the fun is just watching the young kids get together and dance because they tend to, in a very great way, take over the dance floor. These are the kids who grew up on this event, right, John? They are. And, you know, now a lot of them are in college and even out of college. And we'll have, you know, new families come and they'll say, oh, my kids don't dance or they're shy or they're this or that. But all the kids who come are so welcoming. And I just always tell them, trust the process. Just bring them, you know, just bring them in. And within minutes, you know, they're all dancing to Sweet Caroline. And it's like a wedding. They're just having so much fun and interacting with the band. And, and even the other kids who are just at the hotel, not part of our group. And that really wholesome activity is just it's it's an important witness i think teresa for for kids to see young adults even uh, that you know there are great ways to have uh, fun to enjoy and that they're actually more fun than you know some of the ways that the world would teach us are quote-unquote fun today they just simply aren't but you know we we can't always say this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong i think we have to say well what's right you know what are the good things we can do and and this is one of them, and I, there's not been one family who has not, by night two, 
you know, just can't wait and look forward to being there out with their new friends. And my my standard line is trust the process. You'll you'll really enjoy it. <laughs> and we were talking a little before the break about the opportunity for people. You know, people who are out of the face, struggling or questioning or, or wherever they might be, or you might not know. But this being a shallow entry point, a place where people see that, hey, I, you know, okay, we're all sinners. We all um, aren't worthy of God's grace and love. And yet he wants to give us gifts. He wants us to give us the gift of, of beauty, of creation, of community, and ultimately, and most importantly, of the sacraments. And that's uh, what we've seen over and over again on any of these events, you know, whether it's the Good News Cruise, the Good News Conference, the Grand Getaway, is that these broader events are shallow entry points for people to um, come and have a great time, but have maybe an introduction or reintroduction to people of faith who are joyful and joy-filled in a joyful setting. And I think that the Holy Spirit has acted powerfully and continue to pray that the Holy Spirit acts powerfully at all of these events. And it's, and it's also a great value, too, Teresa. So what does it include? It includes a breakfast and a dinner, correct, for your fabulous meals? It does. We have you know two nights at the Grand Hotel. We have the Daily Mass, uh, presentations by Father John and Kimberly and Scott Hahn and Father Josh Johnson um, with a live broadcast. And we always have breakfast uh, each morning, and it's a very big breakfast, wonderful breakfast. Um, and then the two um, dinners, which are multi-course dinners, the taxes, the fees, luggage handling, tips, gratuities, all that. It's all-inclusive, plus the ferry we include, which is quite expensive, actually, the round-trip ferry from the Mackinac City or, or St. Mm-hmm. Ignace in the Upper Peninsula to the island and back. So it's a, it's a very good value, especially if you go online and try to just book, you know, attending there on your own. What we've added to this, um, I think everybody finds to be a great, a great value. And uh, all inclusive. Yeah, and I think it's it's super important how much it means to people. Just to give an example, I think I told you about this. That the day everybody was leaving, Deacon Dom and I were down in the in the beautiful restaurant having a quick bite to eat before we hopped on the ferry. And John, there was a line of people getting ready to talk to me and, and thank me for the event, not to sit there and you know and to brag on me. But what I'm saying is, they all came up to me. They knew me from previous events or from the radio to listen to the show. And they were talking about how glad they were that they made the effort to sign up, that they thought it was just an incredible experience from the the location to the people to the masses every day to the talks that Father Michael Schmitz gave. They said, I cannot believe that we haven't done this before. So it was, it must have been, it was like I was holding court or something. Every single person, it must have been 10 people wanting to thank me for promoting it on the radio and having this opportunity. Yeah, it really is. It's, I think it's the key is it's fun. It's just enjoyable and right. it's a, a positive of fun. But, you know, like all things that are of this earth, they're, they're ordered to God. And so we, you know, we draw people in with the beauty, with the community, with the phenomenal talks and, and speakers. But ultimately they point to, you know, the, a beautiful liturgy and a beautiful mass and an opportunity for confession. And so, you know, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, but but we, I think, you know, it's achieved in these events and people are overwhelmed and they say, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard and watched them approach you and, and so many uh, just with such gratitude and joy. And that's the goal is, uh, you know, we have a short life here. Um, we don't want to be sourpusses. We want to be joyful witnesses. And, and that's the other point, Teresa, is I think you're nourished at something like this. And when you go back, you want your life to be beautiful. You want how you talk about others, how you live your life, how you interact with others to be beautiful, because you've just experienced 
you know, a spiritual and a physical beauty, and that changes you. Mm-hmm. It, it gives you a real, it's not a vacation in the sense that, you know, vacation is vacating from world and life. A pilgrimage is, or an event like this, a retreat, is to journey to, to God, and that's what we want, and I think that's what happens, is this profound experience with joy, with beauty, and then ultimately with the sacraments that send us out on mission to be to be those people who others say, wow, I want what they have. I want to be who mm-hmm. they are. And you talk about a beautiful part of the country. I mean, we, we're very proud being Michigan residents, but you see those pure Michigan commercials that Tim Allen started a few years ago. It really is that pretty, especially in the northern part of the state. And I can remember when Deacon Dom and I were driving home and we went to have lunch with our friends in Harbor Springs, our, our mutual friends, Rick and Lori, who lived there during the summer. I just said to Dominic, I said, this is so beautiful. It looks like the rolling hills of Tuscany or Umbria. It's such a beautiful state with the water and the greenery and the flowers. So please think about joining us. It's next summer, but it's not too soon to register. John, I'll let you sign off with the information on how people can register for the Grand Hotel Getaway 2024. Father John Ricardo, Father Josh Johnson, and, and the Hans. What's the phone number? All right, John, have a great day. Thanks so much, and we'll be right back on Catholic Connection. Father Benedict Groeschel. I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible of the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism. This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, or courageous, or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. While Mary's not mentioned as often as Moses, not mentioned as often as Peter or Paul, her role in Scripture is even more significant. She's absolutely unique. There are many prophets, there are many apostles, but there's only one God-bearer. There are a lot of people who proclaim the Word of God. There's only one woman who bore the Word of God, quite literally, within her. She's utterly unique in that she literally transmits the Word of God to the world. So when the Word of God wanted to take on human flesh, whose human flesh did he choose? It was Mary's. She donated out of her own life substance the flesh of Jesus. The body prepared for Christ is taken from the Blessed Mother. Nobody else in salvation history occupies such a role. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. From the archives, this this is the wisdom of Mother Angelica. You know, on many of you who have not been to confession for years, I make a bet it's on nothing. You're ashamed. There's nothing you could tell a priest he hasn't heard before. You don't want him to know who you are. Go to another city. Go to another state. Who's going to know who you are? God knows who you are. So all of these things that we're so afraid of, 
people's opinion. It doesn't mean anything. You know what our dear Lord said about other people's opinion? The opinion of men mean nothing to me. I always wondered how the liberals are going to interpret that inclusive language. They wouldn't dare say the opinion of women don't mean anything to me. It must be the opinions of people. Whatever it is, opinion made nothing to him. Why? For more about Mother Angelica, visit EWTNRC.com. What's a family to do? So many choices, but at the end of the day, not really when it comes to family-friendly programming. We're talking about all these different platforms out there that offer so much content, but not if you have kids and you want to make sure that they're not watching something that's not exactly wholesome. That's why we love the information from Melissa Henson from the Parents Television and Media Council. It is kind of crazy when you think about it with all the countless platforms we have now and that there's so little that families could watch. So what's the latest information that you found, Melissa? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Well, I think a lot of us have this sense that it's really hard to find something that's suitable for everybody in the family to watch together. And uh, we wanted to see if that was merely a perception or if that was, in fact, the reality. And it is the reality. We found that there's almost 300% more content on the top streaming platforms that is rated for mature audiences only, then there is content that's rated as appropriate for the entire family. In fact, you could probably exhaust the entire inventory of G and PG rated content across the top six or seven streaming platforms in about a year, um, and, and, um, and you'd, be, you'd be done with everything that they have to offer that's for, for the whole family. Yeah, so you've, there's a new report out from PTC. Families need not subscribe, an analysis of the scarcity of family content on streaming platforms. Was it always this way, or has it gotten worse, do you think? We were interested to know if it was always this way, too, and so we went back and looked at some studies that we had previously done on the TV rating system. Um, And what we found is that the TV industry always wants to push the outer limit of what's acceptable. And so in our most recent uh, report, which looked at broadcast TV, there were more TV-14 Uh, rated shows in PG. There weren't many MA-rated shows on broadcast TV because the MA rating tends to scare off advertisers, at least in the broadcast universe, or might get you an FCC fine. So TV-14 was about as far as they could push it on broadcast TV, and there were more TV-14 than PG-rated shows. But if you went back about 10 years earlier, there were more PG than TV-14. So it does seem like it's getting progressively worse over time. So you did rank them according to who's the best and who's the worst. Who's the worst, do you think? Yeah. Um, I would say Prime Video is the worst for family programming. We found that less than 3% of their original content was rated G or PG. So, you you know, you're talking about a total of six originals on Prime Video that were rated either G or PG or, or all, which is a category that Prime Video uses that's unique to them. Okay, then Apple TV is after that, right? Apple TV actually was one of the best for families. Um, they had the largest number of G-rated original programs, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've acquired the Peanuts um, rights to the Peanuts cartoon. So, you know, if this Halloween you want to watch it, <laughs> The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Apple TV is the place you need to go for that. Or if this Christmas you want to watch, um, you know, the, 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 the Peanuts Christmas special that, you know, is beloved in our family, and I'm sure with a lot of families, that's where you need to go to watch it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Talking with Melissa Henson of the Parents Television and Media Council, families need not subscribe. It's a new analysis of the scarcity of family content on streaming platforms. I saw another interesting story that had to do with movies and G-rated movies. I forget what website I was looking at this morning in preparation for my show. They say there's barely any G-rated movies out there anymore. Now, if you look at your report and you look at that story, it seems like they're just missing out on a huge opportunity given how many people want family-friendly programming. Absolutely. And, you know, um, in the course of doing this uh, report, we found a, a number of surveys and studies that found that families do want to watch TV together, um, and yet less than 20% of households with kids under the age of 18 report that they do watch TV together. For a lot of us, it's an important way to bond. And But I think the fact that so few actually are watching TV as a family points to the fact that there just isn't that much family-friendly content there for them to watch. And so what ends up happening is, you know, maybe the son goes off somewhere and plays video games on his computer, right. or the daughter goes off somewhere and watches TikToks on her phone, and mom and dad are watching TV in the living room. So the family becomes more fragmented rather than more, more united. So what's a family to do then? What do you recommend? Well, I think it's time for us to um, move away from these legacy media companies that are really failing to produce content for families and start looking for some alternatives, and fortunately there are. Um, uh, there's an emerging market of, of uh, content providers that focus specifically on family-friendly content. There's Up, Faith, and Family. There's um, uh, INSP, and, which is available on, on various streaming platforms. Um, there's <laughs> uh, the Great American Pure Flix. There's, um, I, I just saw Daily Wire announce that they're launching their own. Uh, family-friendly streaming service. So there are competitors out there. There are alternatives, and I would encourage folks to check those out. It kind of reminds me of, of the secular media because they keep shooting themselves in the foot. For example, this, this horrific example of, I mean, you talk about gross ne- negligence when you, with the way they're covering the, the Israel-Hamas situation. And, and it's, it's just amazing to me that they, they do anything that they can to stick to their agenda, even if it turns out to be a complete lie, to the point where there was another report that came out from Gallup, which I'm going to be talking about later in the week on the show, showing that the media, trust in the media for people across the board, even Democrats, is the lowest it's ever been and so at some point you're thinking okay well don't you want to keep your job i mean it's like if you don't have viewers if you don't have ratings you don't have money and you don't you can't pay your people so what is it are they that just sticking to this agenda that they're so just woke that they can't give in yeah i I think that's a part of it and i think part of it too has to do with sort of bragging rights in hollywood you know um the classic example i always think of in this regard is on the movie The King's Speech, which I thought was, in many respects, a I love that movie. movie. <laughs> and it was given an R rating it. only because of one scene where, um, using a speech exercise, um, the, 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 the George IV character uses the F word a number of times, or George V, I, I forget which one, but anyhow, he uses the F word a bunch of times in a row, and this is a speech exercise. Well, after they won the Academy Award, because apparently these days you have to have an R rating in order to be a serious contender for the Oscar, so after they won the Oscar, they cut out that scene, re-released it as a PG-13. So obviously it didn't need to be there for the integrity of the film. 
um, they put it in there yeah. so they would be taken seriously in Hollywood. And I think that's really unfortunate that we've gotten to this point. I think it's imp- I think it's important, though. You mentioned something really crucial, how people separate if they don't find something in common that they can watch as a family. They go in their, in their own direction. And that's a problem because then they're, what we're seeing is families that are together but alone, and that adds to the breakdown of the family. Absolutely. And especially at a time when we know kids are suffering, um, you know, with their mental health, um, kids are feeling, especially post-COVID, they're having a hard time with relationships, they're having a hard time with feelings of isolation and loneliness. So being able to find things that you can do as a, as a family um, to spend time together and reinforce those relationships and make kids feel like they're, they're part of something bigger than themselves is so crucial these days. So what else can families do? I mean, you had some great ideas in terms of how to watch various uh, programs and whatnot, but is, is it worth reaching out to these platforms? I, I mean, the, the title of this report is Families Need Not Subscribe. Should you le- yeah. I always say, don't buy it, don't subscribe, but let them know that you're not doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you currently have um, uh, Netflix and you decide, I'm going to drop Netflix and instead subscribe to um up faith and family for example then absolutely contact netflix and let them know the reason that you're leaving is because they don't have enough content um that you can watch as a family when we see some of these films that come out for example the what was it the jesus movement that just came out that did really well and these other uh, the things that are, are okay for families to watch together and you see the financial success of them what happens in hollywood when they see those numbers yeah, it, it's amazing because you could go back 10 years or more, um, and probably much longer than that, probably closer to 20 years. There have been, um, I know the Dev Foundation, for example, has done studies that have found that the less restrictive the rating, the more profitable the film is. So, you know, uh, a movie that's rated TV or PG-13 is going to be more profitable than an R. PG is going to be even more profitable than that. And a G is going to be more, the most profitable and yet this year, there are no G movies rated, uh, no G rated movies scheduled for release in all of 2023. Isn't that shocking? Wow. That's a story I was referring to that I saw on, on that one yeah. website, the news site that I was checking yeah. out. Yeah, I thought that. I said, wow. And they showed the image that they had attached to that story, I think, was Mary Poppins. What a delightful <laughs> film. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a great example. And, and look at what's happened to Disney. Um, I mean, it used to be that if, if Disney released a movie, people would run to the theaters to go see it. And they've done so much damage to their brand now that a lot of parents are very skeptical of whether or not they want to take their kids to see Disney movies. And who would have ever thought it would come to this? I'm talking with Melissa Henson from the Parents TV and Media Council. Families need not subscribe. It's a brand new analysis of the scarcity of family content on streaming platforms. So we have about two minutes left. Any other advice for for families if they want? Because this can be a a, a healthy and a fun family time activity if you're watching something that's decent. You get together with the popcorn. You make it a family night. Uh, Fortunately, there's so little there. What else can we do, do you think, Melissa? Well, there are also some filtering services that are worth checking out. So VidAngel and ClearPlay are both examples of filtering services. So if you really can't find anything um, that is interesting to the entire family and you want to watch something that has a more restrictive rating, that's, you know, TV14, for example, but you don't want your kids exposed to the inappropriate content, 
you can run the program or the movie through one of these filtering services. And a lot of them can get very granular um, uh, with respect to the kind of content that you filter out. So if you're okay with a little bit of violence, but you're not okay with any sexual content, you can say, you know, turn off all the sexual content, but leave the violence. It's okay with us. Um, so you can get very specific with respect to the kind of content that you're concerned about and, and be able to enjoy those programs with the filters turned on. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, though. I'm looking at your your cert, your uh, analysis here. You look at all these different platforms, Apple, Hulu, Max, Netflix, Paramount, Peacock, Prime Video. It is amazing what's available to us in terms of the number of outlets, and yet so disappointing that so little dedicated to family when they could make a ton of money if they just did it. Melissa, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Always informative. And again, we've been talking with uh, Melissa Henson of the Parents Television and Media Council. We're talking about their new analysis, Families Need Not Subscribe, an analysis of the scarcity of family content on streaming platforms. Thanks, Melissa. Always great and helpful to catch up with you. Thank you. And again, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Finding health care for yourself and your family can be isolating and confusing. That's why the Catholic Health Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering Christ-centered health sharing for individuals and families, along with new wellness services to help heal and restore your whole person, spirit, mind, and body. Visit cmfcuro.com to find out more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists, and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak from More to Life. Would you like to have a better family life by Christmas? Join us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for our free webinar, A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, A Catholic Parent's Guide to Advent. In Advent, we're called to make more room in our hearts and homes for Christ. Discover how the grace of Advent can help you celebrate the loving, faithful family life God wants for you. And it's free. Just register at catholichom webinar. That's catholichom webinar. See you there. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Dr. Ray Garendi. He's not on drugs. Parents will come into my office and describe a litany of trouble about this long. Then they'll say this, I'm giving you the wrong impression. Overall, he's a pretty good kid. How so? Well, he's not on drugs or anything like that. One of the new moral high bars out there. He's not on drugs. You want to raise a child not with the absence of pathology, but with the presence of virtue. She's miserable with me, but she treats everybody else great. Again, not the absence of bad behavior, 
but the presence of good behavior. He's not on drugs? <laughs> it's a rationale. May provide some comfort. It's not a path to virtue. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Catholic Connection. And just remember, if you're a new listener or not, if you've been on board with us for a while, you may not know that we are co-produced, actually, by Ave Maria Radio and EWTN. And you can find us both online, all kinds of great resources, at EWTN.com and AveMariaRadio.net. Now, I give you those websites quite often because I want to remind you, if you heard something on the show today, yesterday, last week, you can go to those websites and you can go to the archive sections or you can look them up and we have records of them for you. And if you heard, let's say, maybe about a book or a document, you can certainly go to EW10 in the religious catalog to order an item or you can look up any type of encyclical or papal document or information about any of our shows there as well. So these are great resources in addition to great Catholic radio every day. We'll see you next time on Catholic Connection. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection.